Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Aussie Rugby Show in podcast form. If you're new to the setup, you can stay on top of and be a part of what's happening with the show simply by following Rugby Pass and the Aussie Rugby Show on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Enjoy. Great to have you here for another episode of the Aussie Rugby Show brought to you by Extra Hop Stop Breaches 84% Faster. I'm Louise Ransom, joined as always by Drew, Hoylsey, Sean. Guys, what Just address us as the winners. Winners. I say stop the Bledisloe, please. <laughs> Take that win from the weekend and we're champions we, forever. We are, Give us the we cup. We won a Bledisloe. Forget yeah. about yeah. it. It's ours now. How good were uh, they? Boys were good. They so were good. very good. This week we're in the city, Hyde Park House. Lovely spot. Teed up by uh, you, Drew, through yep. your good friend uh, Warren Livingston. I love this place. Yeah, it's it's a great spot. bar. The rooftop here, Slim's. Slims. They let What's you in today. Like? It's amazing. Yeah, Especially it's at twilight, good. you get a little bit of sun drifting down behind Centre Point Tower. Restaurant upstairs, amazing as well. Slims. Hell of a city we live in. Recently featured on Australia Instagram account as one of the best uh, top 10 yeah, rooftop awesome. bars awesome. in the country. Being kicked out of here? Uh, no, not when you know the owner. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. Yeah, exactly. Safety. Uh, okay, what got you over the weekend, Hoylesey? Oh, a lot got us, I think. Yeah. It was a great weekend in sport. I'm going to go with James Slipper, playing his 100th test. Uh, been pretty well documented, the challenges he had. I thought it was nice and fitting that he played his 100th yeah. back up at, at uh, Suncourt, where he's from. But even the moment at the end of the game, that was probably the highlight of it. I believe the All Blacks were on a really rushed bus trip to get to the airport to get out that day. So the post-dressing sheds, yeah, a lot right. of people are saying, why didn't it happen in the sheds? Sam Kane went out of his way. You know, he's probably just done media. He's probably yeah, got switched up. Yeah. They both had, yeah, had a fight an hour yeah. before. And it just showed the class that rugby rugby can provide. And, yeah, I think he's the 13th Wallaby to play 100 tests. Excellent. Yeah, huge achievement. Oh, look, I know we're going to deep dive into what happened over the weekend. So what got me was um, lots of celery juice and uh, juice cleanse after getting a lot of heat <laughs> from people about James Corden and the like last week. But anyway, I, I, I moved on. Also, I caught up with a good mate of mine, Ryan Birch, who's the head coach of the Sydney Uni second grade. Stefano Hunt led them around. They won the grand final. And just one of the like the, the most well-executed first phase tries straight through. Like, I've got the overlay. Have a look at this, uh, this yeah. try slicing through. So, Raddy, well done, mate. And I told you I'd shout him out. So, you boys better uh, buy me a beer next time. Lou, what we'll got you? Your son, your youngest oh, son, oh, hang on a Huey. Second. Oh yes, uh, young, yeah, also fourth. known as Ralph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ralph. Um, Huey's his name. Ralph Wiggins his nickname. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna call him Ralph. Yeah. He's answering to Ralph. Uh, 
He does some silly things. He does lots of silly things. Mm. His mum was away. My wife went to Byron Bay for the weekend. I had all four kids. Shout out to all the dads out there that were taxi drivers on the weekend. And he put a basket on his head, which he does most nights. And, I got and the then camera fell out over. And, and fell over. That's <laughs> pretty standard. But yeah, he's, uh, he's got a good heart. But it's one of the yeah. highlights of your social media. Is yeah, I get a lot of positive videos. reaction out of Ralph. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, there's probably, he does these silly things <laughs> like a few times a week. Yeah, and there's some really good thing on Instagram of Ralph Wigan falling yes. over and pretty much that's <laughs> what he's exactly And, yeah. you know, he's over two now, so he's got to stop falling over. So we're starting <laughs> to get a little bit concerned. Maybe it's your reaction, the family's reaction <laughs> yeah. every time he does something. Maybe. Else. Anyway. Uh, mine uh, is the opposite of that. It's someone not falling over. The Bermuda Tens have just come to a close. Yep. The World Tens. Uh, Collins Injera, who we know from yep. the Seventh Circuit, Top the point scoring over there and celebrated it in style, which I've never seen this done before, guys. He can dance. We know he can dance, yeah. but he can dance with a full screw on his head. Oh, my. Check oh, this cool. out. Dance a little bit of Pharrell Williams up to all night to get, you know, up to all night to this song. Can you guys do that? Can we set up a challenge at the end of the show? Let me try. At the end of the show, <laughs> where you have a dip. You have a dip at doing the victory hey, bit on top just of that. Like the Bermuda Ten. So we see sevens week tournaments being played over the weekend. That's been a two or three weekend, two or three week process. Couple of COVID issues. Yeah, no, but but it's been a long yes. tournament. But what they've done, I, I really think there's something in that, Sean. It's similar to what we spoke about in the sevens. Pubbing. Yeah, I, but they're, they're privately owned teams that are from all around the world and some yeah. of the best players that aren't allowed to play rugby at the moment have found their way to Bermuda. I'd, I'd be watching that space if I was in, in world rugby. Way to celebrate. Mm. Bledisloe rocks and diamonds with a win. We're going to start with shiny things, the diamonds this week. Drew, you want to go first? Yeah, I look, I don't think anyone's shone as bright as Marika Corabetti from the first minute to the like, mm. last, that last play, shutting down Mackenzie. Mm. The guy just keeps getting better. I mean, yeah. he's a, Johnny was a medalist already, but... Arguably, he's going better than he was last year. It's almost superhuman watching what he does yeah. and, and his work rate. And, and he's a great example to young kids of how you can work off your wing but still not miss your key roles. Because he's everywhere, yeah. but he's always where he needs to be at the right time. I enjoyed your tweet. Wait, oh, was that it he's going to kill COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've got faith in him. With, he, with his left pinky. I mean, it would even take all Marika is that strong. Left pinky, COVID, pan. It is a bit heartbreaking as a Tigers fan to know that they, <laughs> he started his career at the West Tigers, yeah. same as Tunkele Naravora. But anyway, yeah, I agree, Marika. Even still, he, he got man of the match, voted man of the match in that game, but even got a yellow card. Like, you're doing yeah, it right. Yes. If you yeah. can get a yellow card, yeah. then still get man of the match. It's not until you get ground level you appreciate actually how destructive he is. Like, you see yeah. it on TV, yeah. but when you actually see him up close and feel, it almost emanates out off players that he knocks over with or without the ball, how powerful he is, is, is unbelievable. We often used to granite. pick a granite 15, yeah, you said granite. the word. Captain? Captain he, coach. Jerry Collins always used to lead the way, and Jerry still is the captain of yes. my granite 15, yeah. but he's in there without a doubt. Oh, absolutely. You mentioned yellow card. I'm going with, as a diamond, Lockie Swinton. He got a red, <laughs> yes, he, he got a red card, yeah. and, I, and I feel for him, but... When he got that red card, I was actually pleased because the game was then back in fa in, in the balance. Even kill, yeah. It was yeah, but uh, I, I just thought he introduced himself to to international rugby, mm. exactly what we need. We haven't had a number six with that type of physicality. I'm going to go back as far as Matty Cobain or Owen Finnegan. Mm. Uh, you know, it's a position I played. He's physically, defensively more in particular. There's parts of his attack that he needs to continually work on, but he has got pure intimidation factor and he puts on big shots. I mean, people would questioning or at least saying the concern for the aggression that he brings yep. to the game, making sure he needs to sort of keep that under control. I don't think that red card had anything to do with aggression. I want him to come with the same amount yep. of aggression and mm -hmm. intensity in any other game he has going forward. That was just a bit, you know, his accuracy was was slightly too high and the execution of his tackle was poor. It wasn't because of aggression. Yep. So just, like, for Lockie, just keep going at it. Well, like, I, I text him saying, mate, loved your work, just keep climbing in. Like, next time you get a chance against the eye, just keep climbing in, brush that red card off. and yeah. I won't say exactly the words that he said <laughs> yeah. in, in reply, but basically he texts, 
in similar fashion to the way he plays. Yeah. <laughs> well, you saw his reaction when he came off. Yeah. He was so, so mad. Yeah. But he, he didn't sort of shrink into himself. He was just outwardly still yeah. really aggro. I'm glad that you got that. I pinged a message off of my own Saturday night after a couple of oh, yeah. uh, our sponsors' products uh, to Matty Phillip, congratulating right. him on being my diamond winner for Go this Go Manly. Week. Manly boy. Go Manly. Yeah. Uh, so he had a situation the other night where Matt Phillip and Reese Hodge both played Manly Colts together alongside Alolakai Fichetti. I was there with a guy who coached them as kids on the way through. He was so proud. Jono yeah. was so proud to see them rise up on that occasion. And there was that key moment, maybe 60 minutes in, coming away from their own line. Matty goes up, brings it down, and Hodge off one step, goes bang. Yeah. Sends it down the field. I think we scored not long after that. So uh, Matty Phillip, yeah, huge. I mean, he's been huge this entire sort of Bledisloe season and going into this Tri-Nations. Just from a guy who debuted four games ago, mm. like he looks like he's been around yeah. for a long time. Ready, so mate. We watched really him, funnily enough, he got a test about two years ago. But remember yeah, sorry, a, yeah, a yeah. game a couple of years ago against the Tars in Melbourne, he killed it. He was so good. Yeah. And you know, the start of the year, all talking about who we want to bring in. Do we bring in Will Skelton, mm-hmm. Adam Coleman, Rory Arnold? Well, there's value in actually backing who you got here because it's given Matt Phillip a chance to be a regular Wallaby. He'll go over to France. I think it's a one-season deal. Yeah. He wanted to come back. And sure enough, let's get him back yeah. here for that World yeah. Cup. It's been a really good year for Matt Phillips. Well, he said he was going overseas because he wanted to better his game to yeah. then come back and push for that Wallaby spot. It's kind of bizarre that he, he's already pushing for that and what got that got? now. You, Lou? What's your diamond? My diamond is uh, Tom Wright scoring oh, yeah. on Jibu. I mean, brilliant start for the Wallabies, but brilliant start for your Wallaby career. It was beautiful. Uh, Brumbies players, uh, Tom Banks and Tom Wright sort of teaming up there to get everything started. Not bad at all. Two minutes into the game, and yeah. your debut test match. And Dream we always talk about oh. debutants getting a, a good touch early, having a positive touch, yeah. just so you can feel comfortable and, and you know, like like you, you're like you belong out there. And this is donning it over. Oh, that's Not fantastic. just his first touch, like every touch yeah, after that. The, yeah. His ability to you know look as though he's going to kick dummy, beat one, set up two. Yeah. We need to have more so of that. We need work. to have more unpredictability in our back three because. He's a natural runner of the ball. Like everyone says, oh, he's, we got him from league. He's a rugby junior. Like he's yes, from yes. Clavelli Eagles. He's been there since he was six years old. He went to Joey's. So he's a, he's a rugby boy and he's just starting and to prove why everyone was The after other thing him. I really liked that he did was he ducked into that tackle off a <laughs> Tom Vasi and got him, got him red card. And so yeah. well done, Tom Wright, for that as well. Well, that actually brings us, I guess, into the rocks. Um, oh, yeah. Red cards were, were an issue over the weekend. But what was your rock, Drew? Um... Well, I mean, let's talk about like the red cards. I mean, a lot of people were pretty unhappy about it. The dialogue and the narrative on the on the socials, everyone was up in arms about it. Look, I, for me, I'm okay with it. I, I think that you're okay with it being red, being red, yeah. yeah. Because the way that they explained it, there are the rules. The way he explained it, there's no way you can argue in terms of the interpretation of it by Nick Berry. The TMO presented the case, and looking at it by letter of the law, he got it right. Mm. Do I think it should have been a red where... I, I think the, the rules need to be tinkered a bit, whereby the team gets punished for 10 minutes by having that, the offender go off the field for 10 minutes, and then after that 10 minutes, a substitute can come on. That player is still out of the game for the rest, but someone else can come on, because I think it was maybe six or seven minutes later when they had their first scrum, a prop had to come on, yeah. and then... Akira on his debut had to go mm. off for the rest of the game. Like that's not fair on him. It's like I just think there needs to be a way where we, you punish the offender, but the team doesn't uh, and be the punished spectacle. For, for the rest yes, of the game. Yes, because it was yeah. 22 and, minutes yeah. through, and exactly. so you yeah. sometimes determine the outcome of the game. Had had Lockie Swinner not got a red card, it, there would be people sitting there saying that we only won because of that. I know. As a Wallaby fan and a Swinton fan, I was actually happy that he got red card because the game evened up and you never want to beat a side. Last time we beat the All Blacks, we did it against 14 men when Scott Barrett got red carded. Mm. So I've got a really big difference. I see a really big difference with a tackle to the neck and chin 
with arms and shoulder and everything right as opposed to an elbow or a, or a shoulder direct to the head. So I think there's, there is a difference in red cards. So to make it easier on the referees, they've got to be able to have a variety in their option. You can't be able to, there's a difference. So there has to be, so the orange card, for example, yeah. mm. you're off, someone else comes back on. That is a great idea. My rock for the weekend is the time that the first half took because mm. of how paranoid the referees mm. are now because they have to stick to protocol. The first half took over 60 minutes. And people, and we need the game to flow. We need players exhausted because when players are exhausted, yeah. the little men get their chance in the game. That's why rugby is so different to other sports. So we need to let that, there's got to be some sort of time limit on the amount of things they can check. And if it means that someone gets suspended or gets docked points, similar to rugby league and yeah. AFL the next week, do it in the follow-up of the game. Don't ruin the spectacle in and, the turn moment, in, yeah. and turn into NFL. It's almost like that's, well, that is classified as foul play, but it's accidental foul yeah, play. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not there's, there's no intent. No yeah. Yeah. There's no intent from either of those yeah. guys to try and take the other bloke's head off with his shoulder. Yeah. I mean, that's not like what Like me rucking you about. at Rat Park in 2005, that's foul play. <laughs> no, but, yeah, I was I'm, after you. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. There's, yeah. there's, there's a bit of intent I mean, there. The other thing is people are likening our game against rugby league and they're like, you look at rugby league, that wouldn't even be a penalty. But you know what? Let's see rugby league in 10 years, 20 years' time when there's lawsuits and class actions all sorts of things when they're not actually taking the players' best interests, you know, first and foremost. And Hoops so. post-game, I, I really liked what he said. He said, we've got to look at player protection. We've got to look at these guys having really long careers and, and you know, meeting, uh, I guess not allowing these head injuries to happen as often as they might if we don't have these yeah. rules in place. And he said, we don't train to tackle high, yeah. so we need to go mm. lower. We need to get that right in game. So Super Rugby at Roa this mm. year, they had a... I believe they had a red White card or? or whatever it was. 20 minutes, you're off, someone else comes back mm. on. I don't actually know if someone got one, but yeah. they had that in play. We might have even tried here in the NRC, I'm not sure. But they've got to start looking at that because the World Cup was near ruined in the early yeah. rounds because yeah. the amount of time taken to get a decision and then the amount of time players... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and if red. you have an in-between card, then maybe the refs don't take as long to That's make right. the decision because it's not as, yeah. you know... Yeah. <laughs> sitting on the fence, they can yeah. do yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I don't mind that we had a situation where it was reduced rather than a 14 on 14, there's more space there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was 14 on 13 yeah, yeah, for a little yeah. bit as well. Yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't mind that. But I, for a don't second, and again, so many people disagree with this, and, and I half disagree with it, but rugby's getting so hard defensively that mm. you could justify 14 on 14, like dropping a flanker off. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I, speaking about it this week, someone said the best thing you could do in rugby is widen the field five metres, but we've got to understand... We'd have to build new Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's easy to drop one off. Yeah, but I'm yeah. just... The point is, that was a really good test match to watch. Mm. And you heard Sam Kane talk about it. They lost their shape. We want teams to lose their shape. We want the game to yeah. become a little bit more instinctive and, and the creative players get benefit rather than the robotic players that just know where to be all day, every day. Mm. Uh, what about the welcome to country? a little bit odd. Is that a rock? Oh, no, that's not no, a I mean, It's a slip of the tongue. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I can't yeah, get down yeah, on that. Fellow, he just obviously said rugby league, but, um, you know, being in a rugby union game. I think the, the duration from the time where the boys go in from warm-up. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Go in, get ready, get their jerseys on, have their last little chat, walk out, I'll run out, then they have welcome to country, then they have the anthems, then the haka. It's probably a good 15 to 20 minutes mm. before they actually get warm again. It's perfect. And straight into it. So I think not not just welcome to country, I think that 100% needs to be there. It's NATO week this yep. week, like everything, 100% oh, behind that. Oh, sorry, that definitely yeah, yeah, needs yeah, to yeah, be there. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I wasn't saying that either. I'm just saying in terms of like some of the like the dialogue on, on socials and things like that, but we, we definitely need it. But I just think yeah. in all of that, we need to reduce it as much as we can so that the players can get straight into it still being warm or give them a chance maybe to oh, do I don't a know. drills. Getting four kids in the bath in between that time and kick off, <laughs> not that bad. Here's bath, some bed. <laughs> Have some more finurkin. For them or me. <laughs> Extra hop play of the week time. Dare say there are a few options from the weekend. Sean, what have you gone with? Almost too many. Oh. You know, if I'm extra hop, I'm sitting back watching that game saying, look at my guys go. I'm that excited about how it all played out. Uh, but Marika Korobiti can only yeah. be one man. Yeah. And his last shot. Is he only one man, though? Well, no, yeah. Matt Phillip put his hand up. Is he one man, though? He yeah. plays for about 16 or 17. But his last shot of the yeah. game, mm. which was the match-defining moment in many ways. The last one or the last two? Oh, good. I'm glad that you doubled yeah. up on that, because that's exactly what Extra Hop does. <laughs> they hit you once, they hit you twice, put you down. <laughs> so that is why Marika Korobiti is this week's Extra Hop Player of the Week recipient. In the 80th minute, We've seen the All Blacks steal games. You know, we've done yeah. Eden a couple of years <laughs> yeah. ago in the, in the last play of the game. We've seen it so often. We're just hoping it doesn't happen. And then Marika comes to rescue. Bang. Shuts down McKenzie. Double effort on Bale. And I really so, like seeing his emotion after it. Like, he knew yeah. how important yeah. that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine him with his shirt off that. He just oh. went, <laughs> A weekend forecast, the All Blacks have another game this weekend, of course, against Argentina. What are we expecting from that one, guys? Well, they've had two trial games now, Argentina. They've played against an Australia A-type scenario. The first game two weeks ago was a little bit close. It might have been yeah. like a 22 to 10-type scoreline. Could be wrong. But last weekend was about a 50 to I think they 10. had a few more of their internationals. Yeah. Like Matera, Nico Sanchez. Yeah, that's right. Boys came back and, and played in that one. Probably blew it out a little bit. I, I, I'm actually really interested in terms of seeing the All Blacks selection for mm. this game because I think they maybe they got a little ahead of themselves and perhaps that led to the result we saw on the weekend by, oh, they... by resting Coles, they rest um, Smith, Mwanga, mm. Goodhue. Um, you know, like resting all these players, sometimes you can just give like a, a, I don't know, I guess a bit of an indication or a mindset that the, the coach just expects the win. Yeah, and but then they put, go out and play they had the that. They had the position, they're in that luxurious position of being able to give other players a go, so we yeah, haven't been well, able I mean, to do and, it too And often. as a result, look what happens. We, yeah, yeah. You know, we knock them off. So be, I'm interested to see if they go back to their full strength side against the Argentini- Argentinians to get themselves back Argentina, in the winning column. Are you, every you, year, you love Argentina in the early stages of a rugby championship, I just think every you? year, they've, they're every once a year in the last three or four years since they've joined the rugby champs, they've pushed New Zealand to about the 75th yeah. minute. They play on such high passion. If conditions are good out at Bank West this weekend, um, and they're going to play. You've you got to understand, like these guys have been sitting in hotel, they've been locked down. Yeah. They're probably not going to have the stamina that the All Blacks would have had. Actually, they're definitely not going to have the stamina, mm. but they're going to have 
so much attitude and intensity, and they do play an unpredictable style. If, they, if they're allowed to get on the front foot and play that traditional game they like to, uh, I'm not saying they're going to win. I actually think the All Blacks will just run them into the ground as the sort of yeah, 50th I mean, minute comes. It's super important for the Nico Sanchez of the world to slow the game down for yeah. the Argentines. Mm. Play it at their pace, really slow it down so they well, limit, the, I guess, the opportunity to be run, run down sort of by 60, 70, the 80th minute. So We've seen Michael Checker involved with the Argentinian coaching side. Yeah. Are you expecting to see any sort of Checker style coming into his play? It's funny, his, his style of footy and his type of pre-game actually suits their, their way of motivation, their pump-up, because he's emotional and he's passionate, and so I think that'll only add to that. Mm. Uh, if there's anything, there's probably going to be a... I think there's probably going to be a 20 minutes where they jump out of the blocks and they're going absolutely berserk, and, you, and there's, it's physical, but I almost think that might be to their detriment because they're going to be so pumped up, so physical, that it'll take it out of the energy tank late in the game. I caught up with Murray Ledesma a couple of weeks ago and I asked him what what role does Czech have in that squad and he doesn't have necessarily like a, a specific role in terms of attack or defence or forwards or, or whatever it is it's just to be there to kind of help and mentor and whether it be players or whether it be the coaches because Mario said himself he said we've got quite a young coaching staff Juan Fernandez yep. Lobo he's, he's now uh, head of the forward so he's a young guy that can take I guess some advice and, and learn from the experience of having someone like Michael Check around and, and he even said players are starting to really you know draw from his experience as well in terms of preparation the way that they approach the game all that type of thing so I don't know if it'll necessarily be what we see in the style that they play but perhaps the way that they approach the game or or um, you know little things in terms of getting them prepared for the game whether it be from the coach's point of view or all the players really looking forward to seeing the game at Bank West as well yeah. last year in the lead up to World Cup we had Australia v Samoa Numbers were down, but yeah. still the atmosphere that came through that stadium were really, yeah. like, it was really, really good. I think this weekend could be a ton of fun out there. It will be a lot of fun, hopefully. They're massively disadvantaged, Argentina. Like, they've played no yeah. club footy. They've been mm. in isolation for so long. Well, I mean, they even had their European guys in isolation for two weeks after yeah. the other... Well, the rest yeah. of their squad had already arrived. So they, they haven't been able to train together for quite a long time. And, and Mario also said they had to... Um, I guess withdraw from one game that was meant to happen against the New South Wales yes. select team, yeah. Yeah. just because they had some soft tissue injuries, which is what we talked about with why South Africa didn't come over, because they just don't have that preparation under their belt. So, I mean, it, I don't know. It's setting, setting itself up for one of the great victories if they could come up, like overcome all this, all this sort of stuff. So you're saying the Argies will beat the All Blacks? Look, I didn't say that. Well. We've, we've, seen, we've seen Stranger Things in 2020. Okay. Trump lost the election. <laughs> no, he didn't. Well, depends who you ask. True. Well, you heard that here first. You know what else you heard here first? What did we hear? Rugby time for a VB. Oh, Sean. yes. Well, Tell me all about it. It could not be any easier, folks. Head to bws.com.au. Enter the promo code. T-A-R-S-V-B. Tell them what they win, Lou. And then on the other side of that, I'll tell them what they win. If they do that, go in the running to win three merch packs, thanks to World Rugby Shop, ice boxes, the whole box and dice. Then they just need to take a photo of themselves watching the footy. They do. Drinking a VB stubby. And tag everyone in Victoria Bitter, Aussie Rugby Show, BWS, Rugby Pass, two ice boxes, cases Mm. of VB, budgie smugglers, and that 2K... uh, World Rugby kit as well for your rugby club. Huge. Uh, Most creative entry wins. We'll showcase it on our last show of the year. 
sort it all out. Free delivery on Why the stuff. Why you do it? If you're watching the rugby, just, just get a photo. Just don't get too loose and forget to take the photo. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Uh, comments corner. This uh, little segment was a lot of fun last week, Sean. Got a lot of reaction well, for three as well. Of us. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah, it was. Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm doing okay. Thanks for asking. Thanks, James. Look, there was a lot of uh, comments. <laughs> there was a lot of Thanks, James. There was a lot of comments that landed off the back of you being described as James Corden, mm. obviously. Uh, you wore the glasses last week. Yeah. Um, some said you look like Alvin from the Chipmunks. <laughs> yeah. We agree with that. I didn't um, mind that one. But the winner of this one was Aidan Liebenberg, who said Drew went from James Corden to Elton John in a week with those glasses. <laughs> so you've gone from Corden to Elton John. Would you sing us a little? Yeah, now one of my Freddie Mercury or something with this, <laughs> yeah. with this slug. You're raising money for yeah. it, though, James. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well, you Can have. you continue you to give these people a voice, Sean? <laughs> Now, you know what? Both, now for some love. Both, both now are, for both, some love. Both are great singers, and perhaps in our last episode, I'll punch okay. out the tune. You can do that. Uh, P.O. O'Connor, my favourite rugby show, Mad Love from New Zealand. There's a lot of love from NZ, which I can't quite compute. Uh, T, Salo Naya. Uh, this is a brilliant show. I'm a Kiwi. Kiwi. Find this show very uh, entertaining. Great group of commentators. Um, I don't know that this one that landed was for the right um, thread or clip. Um, this is from Mary Olivia, who says, um, I want to give a testimony and how Dr. Gagodo helped me bringing my back my husband. He left me for no reason and started going out with another woman whom he promised to get married to. I never think I'll be happy again because <laughs> I love my husband, so go get Dr. Gagodo. Uh, lot to unpack we there. Should definitely a lot look, to unpack, we should look into it. Okay. But that's yeah. Mary Olivia, and she says, <laughs> Dr. Gagodo, uh, get to him. That's was a good was note, there no. a link to cryptocurrency or anything underneath that? Perhaps, maybe? <laughs> no, but we can get okay. some real estate in Nigeria if we want it. Uh, and lastly, I thought we'd round this out with a little shout-out to the Northern Hemisphere. The James Corden comment about Drew was hilarious. These types of unscripted shows make great laughs and entertainment in this grim UK lockdown. That from Will Messer, 34, mm. to our friends in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. And we feel you. And to be fair, even without lockdown, it's a grim place to live, so we feel you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what I'm pausing that. You can't go to Melbourne. You can't yeah. go to England. Anywhere that locks, locks down, leaps. Okay. Just He's happy to go to LA, though. Yeah, LA. Yeah. Will Messi, you can tee off on this market <laughs> for next week's comments corner. Big stories of the week. We're going to go with just one because it is huge for rugby in Australia. The broadcast rights deal done and dusted. It's going to be on Channel 9 and Stan, their streaming platform. The key takeaway here, I think, guys, is free to wear rugby in Australia for the first time in a long time. This is huge for the sport in terms of getting coverage for people that don't pay for sport. Yeah, one Super Rugby game a week free to wear on Channel 9 and that works really well with their league coverage because yeah. they've got Friday night and Sunday. That's massive and, and that's what Raylene Castle started the fight for a long time ago. People have said it for years and years but the answer was you're just not going to be able to compete financially. So they've got that opportunity now. I also believe club rugby is still on Rob, free, Rob Park, tick that yeah, off. It's free to wear, right? so that's yeah. not behind a paywall. The only thing behind a paywall at this stage is the other Super Rugby games. There's still a lot to be worked out, but it is a massive positive news for Australian rugby. And, you know, you're sitting here with four people that have all worked previously for Fox Sports, and we've all got different opinions, and we've all got really passionate opinions on how the game can be developed and grown and shown mm -hmm. to the rest of the country. Uh, I've been out to places all in my role with the Classic Wallabies of trying to grow and spread the game, and one of the biggest issues was kids didn't know, this is 2015, they didn't know who Kurt Beal was, they didn't know who Michael Hooper was, they didn't know who Israel Folau was, because they don't see them on free to air. That yeah. is the biggest single-handed advantage we can get now over rugby. And, and I think the timing's perfect in terms of having a new coach, mm. a new 
breed of, of wallabies come through. I think t- 10 debutants already this season. So there's a, there seems to be like a sort of like a, a, a new wave of wallabies and, and to be able to go on to free to air and, and be on something different like Channel 9 just seems like the timing's right for it as well. I get the impression as well that there is a top down approach from RA that will lend itself to pushing players coaches out into the mainstream more so now than maybe in years previous where everyone's on the same page everyone wants to see the game grow and grow and grow so kids like those ones out in the central west know the entire Waratahs team or the entire Brumby side or each and every one of the Reds so yeah it's it's an amazing it's an isn't it amazing how things pan out it's crazy I know and I was talking to uh, Elia Green the uh, gold medalist of course for Australia in the women's sevens and she had a stint in NRLW just recently only a three-week tournament but she we were talking at a we're both ambassadors for adopt change and we we're talking at an event a couple of weeks ago and she said you know what i have never had this much reaction from people on social media in the street having a chat just knowing who she was what she was about what she was doing because nrlw was on free to air and yeah. she's been playing yeah. rugby sevens for so many years gone to the olympics won a gold medal yet that three weeks in nrlw she said was huge it's really important now on on how they sell the game and how they explain the game to the viewer because one of the challenges rugby has is that it is complex. It, it, it isn't yeah. easy to explain the, you know, sitting there with mates. Oh, tell me about line out. What's going on in the scrums? Why are they collapsing? Why is that a penalty? Like, to be able to show, and I'll give you a good example. At a time at Fox Sports, we were watching a game, and there was a league game on. It was during the game, so we're all in the green room. And at halftime, a league player walks off the field, and he's made 20 hit-ups and 25 tackles. And David Pocock had a great first 40, and he walked off the field, and he had three tackles and six metres in contact. And one of the guys at Fox, one of the league guys goes, is that all he's done? Uh, I was like, no, no, he's probably been to 25 rucks and he's managed to steal three footies or slow down opposition ball 10 times. So how they then tinker with um, sending out stats and explaining to the audience, all that stuff becomes so important from now. What a time, though, off the back of the Bledisloe win yeah. Yeah. to be able to say, hey, we've got it for the next three with a two-year option. Uh, it's it's a magical and time. Also, what a time to it. be unemployed and <laughs> not, not bound with the contract. So, turn it on, hit me up. Aussie Rugby Show, mailbag time. Let's dive right into it. Uh, questions on Instagram and Twitter this week. Thanks so much, guys, for sending uh, them all in. First one from Evan, Evan Regan rather on Instagram. Is it true the Wallabies always went on the tear for the Autumn <laughs> Internationals, also known as a spring tour here in Australia. Uh, World Cups, whatever. Yeah. As soon as we touched down, we, we used to think it helped with us getting into the time zone. <laughs> that was the greatest excuse yeah. ever. I just got to um, stay up for a night. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then pretty much once breathalyzing came in the morning after it, a recovery after a test. That's match. when we started smoking heaps of weed. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but it just meant that we went out on a Tuesday what, you night. Got because breathalyzed going to yeah, training. We used to get breathalyzed. Well, brought in a breath really? protocol, Which was yeah. actually detrimental because we just went, all right, well, we're still going to have that night out, but it's now going to be Tuesday, like even, yeah. even closer to a test match because we've got Wednesday off and we can just sit there in our room on Wednesday, be hungover all day, order room service, and you wouldn't even see us. Yeah, it also became about spring tours often had more numbers on tour. So you oh. often had 30 to sometimes 36 there. Yeah. So you had a squad and instead of having three or four that weren't playing in the match day squad, there was 10. And early on coaches, like some of the best coaches, Eddie Jones, was like, you guys have worked hard all week. Yeah. You guys go out and have a few beers. It was when the, the guys that were playing started getting involved and that problem started to happen. There was also times where to, to I guess, select who was going to be breath tested. Sometimes it would only be five, but if one was positive, every the whole team got done. So we would just say, okay, look, these seven numbers, because it'd be a cool mint sort of like 
gumballs in a, a gumball machine with everyone's number on it. And if you drew, if your number was drawn out, you would get breathalyzed, right? And we'd go, okay, there's probably number seven, number 23, <laughs> number 19, number six, or whatever. If those come out, eat the cool mint, right? Just don't, don't renounce that one, just draw another one. Because we just didn't, like, if, if one guy got done, we all got done. One test after we played Italy in Padova, um, we all just went out in the last week and said, look, one in, all in. Everyone it's just great go out, have, have a big one, right? Let's go out there. Next morning, we were all like, we all would have blown over. And Ben Robinson, his name got drawn out first. <laughs> he went up, he blew over. And then they went, sorry, we've got no more straws. <laughs> so Ben was the only one who got tested. <laughs> <laughs> highly anxious. Very highly anxious. And he's like, oh. Like, and I don't think Ben played that next test. But we, yeah, unfortunately for Ben, he was the only one that got tested. But there was, there was ways around it. But yeah, to answer that question, we used to, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Calvin Riley on Twitter asks, should Hodge claim a position or is he best used as a utility back on the bench? He says, personally, I'd like to see him play 15. Uh, after his performance on the weekend at 10, uh, people were calling it a, a makeshift sort of 10 option for Reese Hodge. What do you think? Uh, look, he did himself n no yeah. harm in playing well the other night. I, I still don't think he's our long-term number 10 option, but the, the more he can spend in that jersey, the better it's going to be because we, we don't have a hand up, pick me selection for the 2023 World Cup. We've got a lot of young guys coming through. Um, but Hodge, no, I still don't think he's out, out and out number 10. I just think he's a versatile... You played a lot of 10 as a kid. I know, played a lot of 10 as a kid, Sean. Ten as a I was in the 16Bs as number 10, but I wasn't number 10. Yeah. I just don't think he's a... He's just not a ball player. Yeah. He's not creating, like... <laughs> I bought high tops that year and then they move in the back. But so do you need to be a ball player yeah. at a test level if you can kick at 70 metres Look at the, the comparison. Look at Richie and look at Bowden and okay. look at their skill set. And Reese Hodge, I, I pick him in my side every single week. But he's just fallen into that category. He's versatile, so where he plays is what's going to best suit the team I, I that think, week. You know, he needs to find what his best position is and just go hard and fast. I want it, I want that jersey at Super Rugby level. Don't allow Wessels or whoever mm. else to sit there and bump yeah. him around to say yeah. I want 13 and back himself to be the Wallaby 13, or if it's 12, or if it's fullback, or if it's yeah. 10, whoever it is, but or whatever position it is. But to back it at Super Rugby level so he gets time in the saddle and not just get bumped around like he did a really good job on the weekend. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of it was also off of Nick White. Mm. They 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 played it really well. They didn't. They knew what he was good at. Yeah. They also knew what his limitations were, and they coached around that. So, like little things like that, chip over the top was a pre-planned thing, and he did it really well. He executed it well. But it's not that instinctive look up, play it off the cuff. So, which you get from a, an out-and-out out number ten. So, gotcha. I thought he did a really good job. I, I'd like to see him just bank in whatever position he feels most comfortable in, what he wants to back himself in at Super Rugby level, and then back himself then to go into the Gold Jersey. Are there some players that like variety and what positions they play, or do people like to generally yeah, aim I'm... for one position and, as you say, make? their own I mean I think some players would take any jersey over no yeah. jersey so that's where the, the variety and the and the versatility is to your benefit but sometimes it's to your detriment because you don't get to lock down a position all the time and you're always just a, a stopgap like what position was Adam Ashley Cooper who cares mm. he played 120 yeah, tests. Yeah, we don't exactly, know. yeah okay let's uh, move on to the next question you know what? it's a fun one uh, from our friends the Dublin Doggos Worst Thanks, team guys. in Northern Hemisphere Yes <laughs> I'm proud of it <laughs> We, we, we so love junk. and enjoy their um, interaction a lot Thank you guys uh, what's, the, <laughs> what's, what's the best pump up movie for you all? Don't ask me, you know my movie Best pump-up movie. Yeah, pump up movie. Yeah. Oh, I could go for days on pop culture. Uh, any Given Sunday is one of the great oh, movies. Yeah. Oh, is that a sporting? Are we talking sporting? Oh, it wasn't specific. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Any Given Sunday is hard to be. I like to be in a good mood. I didn't need a pump-up, so I think a classic like Annie. I just loved Annie as a kid. I just, does it feel good? Don't look at me like that. I could give you word <laughs> for word. 
Could and you I'm stuck really? Day. You always disappoint. Is that hard not? Is that hard <laughs> not? Like nah, as a kid, I loved Danny apparently, oh, yeah, and wearing what? my sister's Mine clothes. Was, uh, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, oh, quack, 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 the bash brother, all yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. Woo, woo, Kenny, woo. <laughs> you know, we'll, yeah, I will give you one centre stage because oh, I yeah. cannot dance. Yeah. Was never a dancer. It's in the Annie category. Up. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Why I felt comfortable yeah. once you said Annie to say yeah. mine. Bring it on was good. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not another team movie. <laughs> oh, guys, on that note, that's it for another week. Aussie rugby show done on and dusted. Note. Get it? Oh, yeah. Well done. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for watching. As always, uh, hit up our socials. We're everywhere. Also, got a new website, AussieRugbyShow.com. Check it out. See the show on there. See us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Guys, see you next week. Vamos, Los Pumas. Vamos. <laughs> we got a website. Is that true? <laughs> That's it. Don't forget to subscribe to stay on top of the show with new episodes dropping each week. And remember, if moving pictures are more your thing, you can catch the show at rugbypass.com or via the Aussie Rugby Show on YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe, tell your friends, your uncle, you know the drill. See you next week.